Yeah, I was there for 15 <laughs> years, and they were good while I was there, but, you know, every company has their ways. And um, I don't feel like they are for black lives like they should be. Okay. Like, it's a privately owned company, so I know whatever they say has to benefit them in the long run. They're privately mm-hmm. owned. So, but I just feel like when you go into stores, especially stores like East Avenue, Cobra Ridge. So, like, the locations Hudson, where they are? And, I mean, you see black faces, a lot of black faces. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like they're going hard for the cause, for the movement. But that's my spiel on blackness. But I went in there, <laughs> and I got the cider. Okay. I got the cider, and they didn't have donut holes. Wait, you still shop there? I do. I do. I'm, no, no, I'm just saying, if, if, that's, your, if that's if that's So, they, I have to give it up eventually. I do. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not judging. I was just asking. I'm no, just seeing, like, where it's at. So, if you, yeah. you feel a type of way, but you still go there. Because, like, you gave a long spill these side. So, anyways, I was in there, right? I apple cider. Go ahead. She gave her disclaimer. I still do shop there. I mean, I feel kind of ashamed about it. Why? It's hard to give up weapons. I know. The freshness is unmatched. All these is comparable. I'm straight. Yeah, it's cool. Let, let, let's say that. You see how you hesitated with it's it? <laughs> I'm just being You wouldn't even sound confident saying that. No disrespect. <laughs> it's a bargain. You know what I mean? It's a bargain. So, I love, um, I like all these. I can't say I love it. I like it. But they don't have a lot of the stuff that Wegmans offer, the we specialty know. things. You don't got to tell me. We know. Yeah. <laughs> You got some cutty last night, didn't you? No, I actually worked the overnight. I worked the overnight, so I'm really you, tired. It's you, higher energy. You were acting unusual. Whatever. <laughs> I did not, but I'm very tired because I worked the overnight last night, and I've been going since this morning. But um, So awesome. this interview is kind of different because usually I know my guests. Like mm-hmm. 80% of... Our guests, I know them, but I don't know LJ. LJ, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you want the people to know. Okay, well, my name is LJ. I am the uh, owner of Ishes Music LLC. That's a music record label started right here in Rochester. So I run a music label. Um, I uh, dropped a couple albums. I have a couple artists like you might have heard of She Rise, uh, Avinci, and uh, Flight Guy Lucci. Okay. Um, and I'm on this, I guess you could say, promo run from my album I just dropped on my birthday on September 2nd. Oh, happy belated. Yes, thank you, thank what you. What'd that make you? 26 in a Virgo. Virgo. I don't know much about Virgo, so I ain't gonna talk no junk. <laughs> wow. yeah, I'm not into all the uh, signs, but I hear it a lot, so I I, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm a focused person, they say. That's what they say about Virgo? Yeah, and I'm real uh, intense, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't know. I don't really look into it, so. I thought you was about to go off. I hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, was I was ready for it. I was I ready. I thought you was about to black. Yeah, I, I was like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that. But I'm shout out to the Virgos, though. To any Virgos. Oh, dang. You got heat for the Virgos? I don't got no heat. I'm just an Aries. You know, I'm just saying. We just, oh, okay. I, I, so this, I, yeah, this, I'm, just right, an, ask, I'm just an Aries, bro. So, you know. I'll ask. What, what is the Aries like? Uh, oh, we the leaders. We lit. 
Queen of Leaders of the Zodiac, we the very first sign. Here's why I don't like it right here. Here's why I don't like the signs and stuff. Do you know? It's just no all signs. You see how I asked you about Virgos, right? It got real quiet. The the, the whole dynamic changed. I bring up Aries, right? We got high fives in the room. Y'all breaking it down. Leaders. I'll tell you why. I don't know nothing. I'm not big on Zodiacs, but I I dabble every now and then. My birthday is 321, March 21st. First day of the Zodiac year. So you got Pisces. so, Aries, so no, I'm not Aries, I'm not Pisces. Don't disrespect me, fam. Listen, I just feel like <laughs> Aries, like, I literally start the new year for the Zodiac. Like, Aries leads the way. Like, Virgo's cool, everybody else. How many is it, 12? The rest of y'all cool. <laughs> Talking about Aries. People just like what bigs up them. That's what I'm saying. Well, okay, so it's a couple of signs that... I'm very familiar with. Virgo's not one. So I know about Leos, Cancers, Geminis, Libras. So if you would have said any of those, I could have told you a little bit of something. But not Virgos. But not Virgos. Yeah, so that's probably not a bad thing. Because <laughs> you like, you setting a standard. Like, so whatever you do on this interview, I got to attribute it to all Dang, Virgos. I got to lead all the Virgos. I didn't want to lead the Virgos. I just like how it sounds. That's how I know what I am. I'm going to be honest. It's easy to put in music and stuff. All right. If you are tuning in, make sure you have liked our Facebook page, our Instagram. Make sure you're following us. And you can also call in 585-219-8889. Okay. I had to get that out of the way because I missed that. So... What got you into this music? What got you into the music thing? So, like, I've been, like, dabbling, I guess you could say, in music since I was, like, five. My dad, he was, like, in a band with his friends and stuff. So, we always taught me and my brother, like, how to play drums, singing and stuff, deep in Earth, Wind, and Fire and stuff. Like, just always doing that. So, then, from five all the way, I say up to 15 is when I started getting into, like, rap and hip-hop and really, like, diving into it, wanting to make my own writing songs and really start to see, like, oh, I like flow, I like this, I like that, like, really diving into it. And it just kept going and going and going, and, yeah, now we're here. Are you born and raised in Rochester? Yes, born and raised. Ooh. So we got some 585 homebred here. Yeah. Okay. What side of town? Oh, I'm out in the burbs. Okay. <laughs> Way in the burbs, so... I I was so you're not from Rochester, fam. Well, where you from? So I was born on Hudson. I guess you could say that. What's my set? What set you play, fam? You like a lot of it. So Hudson. Then like at the age of like you can't say Hudson because you know she's an East Side chick. So four or five, like yeah, like (laughs) she's an East Side chick. Then I moved out to Spencerport in the Burbs, so like it was like doubled. Is this some beef? Don't we got beef with Spencerport right now? Uh, about oh, that yeah. personal thing? Uh, nah, he, no, single. we don't. Look, our our community don't have a beef with him because he was like. How they oh, handled yeah. it. He, how, the, how, how they handled it, it, we got beef with him. But him? Oh, he, he can come to the barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I actually know him. Yeah. You do? I like haven't talked to him in years, but I know him when I was in high school. He was just coming in and he, uh, like, I knew him for his first, like, three or four years there, or two, two or three years there. And, like, what they're saying about him, he is really a, just a naturally good person. <laughs> like, it's. That's why when you see it like firsthand, you see somebody who they're trying to turn and look like they're on the opposite side, but when they're just like for the good of all people, yeah. it's like, I actually grew up knowing him. I'm like, wow, I didn't like authority growing up, but I just knew him like, oh, he's kind of cool. Like, I don't know him. He, he didn't principal my grade. He principal like a couple grades lower than me. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw um, some of the lives that were out there and you had some people that were intense about, um, about the whole thing. You like, know why they was intense? 
Because he, he was going against Baycon. And when everybody knows my output on this. When I say Baycon, I mean the off-colored folk. Mm-hmm. And when he was down there protesting, rioting, he said his piece. And they're like, yo, you're a principal. You can't speak out on stuff like this. Yeah. When I know yeah. plenty of principals who speak out on an issue. Very well, true. black and white. So it's just like. No, I think they was more hurt by the way his, his delivery was raw. It's multiple layers to it. They don't like that he said anything. But I guess he would have got passed if he just would have said it in a way that wasn't so, like you said, raw, I guess the word. Don't beat around the bush. How you feel, bro? That's what I'm saying. And I I put something on Facebook about it because I have a lot of high school mates I graduated with at Winsport. I was like, how can you tell the people who are being uh, put down how to, like, voice their frustration? Right. That makes no sense whatsoever. Like, I get you can go, hey, you shouldn't have said it like that. But then reprimand them? Yeah, that's... More than what they're frustrated for? I I laugh every time somebody in a a big position to come... Like me, I'm a director of operations, so... People look at, like, nobody that I work with is on my Facebook or social media. Mm -hmm. Nobody. And, like, I got the highest position up under the owners of the business. So it's like, when people see me and they see how I talk on Facebook, they be like, yo, bro, how do you still got a job? I be like, because... It's not that I don't want them to see it. I'm just it's just the fact that no matter where I work at, I'm gonna say what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. You can't listen, and it's like all these big corporations. I don't mean to get off topic with what we got going on with your interview, but all no, these, that's big, on topic all, all these yeah. big corporations they're reprimanding people for voicing their opinion. It's like y'all say we got freedom of speech, but y'all don't want somebody to really say what's on their mind. So to your point. I got a new job, and I will. I won't. That's one thing I won't do. I won't put anybody on my social media, and I don't even say anything crazy. But I'm real vocal about um, the movement and what's going on, and I'm not going to um, stop being that way. And I don't even have my job listed on my profile, or I had to even <laughs> announce that I have a new job only on LinkedIn. You just did. Um, but they don't know where I work, so. <laughs> They don't know where I work. But to that point, like... I told you I got you for my sister when you need one. Anyways. So, back to... So, back to your point. You made me lose complete focus. That I'm going to say what I want to on my page. Like, I don't say anything crazy, but I should be able to speak as long as it's not hurting anyone. So that's what you multiple layers. Yo, you hurting feelings. That's what it is. Oh, I definitely am hurting. You hurting feelings. That's what it is. Of the white supremacists, the undercover racists. Like I definitely. That's that's my point. So if that happens, that was what it was intended to do. But let's get back to this music. So when you are in the studio Mm -hmm. or writing, like, what is your creative process? Uh. Uh, when you say like creative process, like what? How I'm making the song? How um? Because like with my artists and with me, I'm like I'm more of like you gotta live. I always say, I guess you could like. So I'm living the music. Like yeah, I write my music. I'm not one of those people who freestyles in there, okay. but it's more of like I'm living, kind of taking it in and like in my head, kind of forming bars and stuff, but not really writing it down. And then when you're hearing right. that right beat, like when I really want to go, I, right, I'm gonna make some music right now. So we're just playing beats and listening to them. Everything I've been going through, I'm like, yo, let's. I'm gonna make a song about this that was going on a couple weeks ago, or this going on, and it's like, so that would be like my creative process. Cause I know some people have a specific process. They walk in, they gotta set the the light to sixty, and the AC gotta be on thirty. <laughs> like I don't have none of that. I'm not gonna lie. I was listening to you. I was listening to your album, and 
the interlude you got with Haley. Mm-hmm. What was going through your mind when you wrote that? Interlude was fire. I appreciate that. That's that, the first that, album. That's that, the first one. I that one is fire. Thank you. Like, I, I, yo, listen, I listen, I'm not going to lie. Everybody know I'm going to be real. I don't listen to a lot of local artists because they rap about false realities. As you, but that interlude was Haley. It was fire. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. How that. did you hook up with Haley? Uh, so that was somebody I met through mutual friends and acquaintance, I guess you could say. And uh, she was rocking with us in a intermediate stance. We were trying to make her on top of the label. Mm-hmm. So she was just rocking with the label. I guess you could say intermediate. I don't know how to really say it. It was just yeah. people knew each other. She knew I did music. She came to the studio one night. I had a hook I wrote. I was like, hey, I want to see how you sound on this. And she actually did it the first time. I was like, whoa, okay. She want to take it? Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> so then we, we started chilling, like, and we started just working. We got a couple songs, but then, like, it, we're not working right now together. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah that's I, how that formed out. I, I don't like I appreciate that. Stuff, but that interlude was Haley. was fire. That. I'll give you that. I, that interlude I was fire. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, in the future... Who, who are some people that you want to work with? Like, you like, oh, this got to happen, or I hope for this to happen. Uh, I have a different aspect when it comes to, like, uh, working with people. Because since I'm, like, building the label, I'm not, like, thirsty to really work with a lot of people. I don't even see myself, like, because I want to make it organic. It comes with, like, meeting people. So there are people I look up to heavy. Who, who are those people? Like Lil Wayne. It's his birthday today. Like Lil shout Wayne. Shout out. Lil Wayne about 23? No. Lil Wayne like 30. He's like 30. He look like 80. Oh, yeah. But he like, yeah, let's not do that, though. He look like it. I love Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is still on Mount Rushmore. He's still on Mount Rushmore. Don't act like we wasn't. Our teen years wasn't. Here we go. The block is hot. 400. Don't act like our teenage years wasn't based around Lil Wayne. But it don't. I'm not gonna act like I rap like Wayne. So people, yeah, we have a whole combo about it. Then people go, wait, you don't sound like him. I didn't say that. I just said he inspired you. That, yeah, he inspires me. I just, I think a lot of people, Wayne inspires a lot of uh, artists uh, as far as when it comes to dedication and, and you wanting to. Play. No pun intended. No, no, no pun intended. Yo, bro, I'm just saying <laughs> yeah, I was fine. But his dedication yeah. to rap or the hip hop community and his consistency mm-hmm. and people don't realize this about Lil Wayne. He gave away a lot of free music. He did. What? All his everything. Lil lot Wayne of got like 35 mixtapes that was free. I like studying the game and the hip hop and everything. And like Wayne is. A- he gave a lot, like no ceilings, all that. Sorry for oh, the no way. Uh, listen, you, all that. I know. I love music. So when you talk about music, this is why I tell people about no ceilings. You know how Drake almost won album of a year off of So Far So Gone? Mm-hmm. No ceilings could have won album of the year as a mixtape. <laughs> so tell me what's on no ceilings. Yeah. That's crazy. Me and you beefing no, now. I'm not you just... acted real unusual today. You never heard of no sinners with Lil no, Wayne? No, I'm sure I did, but you gotta tell me something that's on there or something. It's Swag surf, run this city. He re he he every song oh, on No Sinners was better than the original song. And that's and even that that run this city by he like Jay-Z said on Run This Town, I might send it to the mixtape with yeah. Lil Wayne put that beat on No Sinners and then in, turned in, into mixtape with in, like destroyed it. Like everything on no ceilings to this day is in rotation for me daily. In fact, he just got that on our uh, streaming websites. That's that's like, a beautiful that's, thing. That's that's it. Having your business yeah, right. Listen, no ceilings is top five albums, mixtapes of all time. It's a bar fest. How do you not like it? But Wayne's an influence, sorry. <laughs> Wayne, uh J. Cole, uh Wale, Big Sean, uh 
I like people that got content. Like when he was saying people that talk about non-realistic things, like that's a big thing with me. Like that's why I don't have features a lot. Like I, I know people, but I don't. It's hard to be in a studio with someone and they're rapping about stuff that you they don't have and like you chill with them and like, like bro, I, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> like, because bro. like if Bruh. so, my la- my album that just came out September second is called My Legacy. It's based upon like me building something and me having a business and mm-hmm. me like talking about what all that happens with it. There's nothing I'm not gonna. You're not gonna hear anything where I say I walked out the mansion. Four cars here. What I'm going through is four <laughs> cars. Here. Like, well, like, I, and it's like you can make it sound good. I'm yeah. not saying that. Oh, you can make it sound oh, beautiful, but it makes no sense when like I want businesses to like work with me, collaborate. Yeah. And you guys should know, like, when you send us on, you gotta let them hear it. They gotta know what are you about to say. Like, they're like, you can decide not to work, but we want to make sure you're not saying no wild stuff and. Some businesses are like, wait, you you said four. Oh, okay, that's cool. Like, here's the fee. <laughs> yeah, since you balling. Yeah, since you <laughs> since you bought it already. And like that, I don't know. It just move realistic. That's a big thing, and I don't understand why people don't like to. All right, we're gonna take a break really quick. We're gonna get into some music. Mm. LJ's music specifically. So this is legacy. It's the single. One hundred point nine WX. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. I don't see that quiet on that speaker. I don't know. This is like a song that you play at the cookout. Appreciate it. <laughs> cookout? Barbecue. Yo, speaking of the cookout. I got a connection in Cleveland. They got this podcast called The Most Dangerous Cookout. It's called The Cookout. It's like The Most Dangerous Podcast. And they wanted to go collab with us. Oh, okay. But they out of Cleveland. I said, y'all have to come here. I'm in Cleveland too much. I'm in Cleveland a lot, so I told them they got to come up here. They fired. It's, it's three guys, two dudes and one chick. But they they, they but they, 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 they got their raw talk. They, they, they they be talking, what they be talking about? Everything. With no filter. They talk about stuff with no filter. So, really? you know, their conversations go different than us with the uh, limited but it's, they, they definitely don't go. Definitely don't go. Mm-hmm. My homegirl, uh, she make these hoodies. Raw Stoners Nation. Mm-hmm. Smokers. Yeah, hoodie I know you can't smoke because you got your little job shit now. That's pain. Oh, you be sneaking and geeking. <laughs> yeah. I'm on that and I'm on that. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Bishop. I respect that. I think like that. I have to like, yeah. But. I own my label, and that's Listen, what I'm the doing right now. So I'm guidelines like six months ago that we could drug test you, but we can't use that as a determinant factor whether to hire or fire you now. Everybody who piss hot, I don't fire. I mean, I don't hire. Only because it's the construction. Like some jobs, that's ex- like some jobs, this doesn't yeah, apply really, to. Some jobs you really need to be. Sober, Listen, like you shouldn't you'd be surprised be how many people can't function if they don't smoke. Oh, I know. I'm like, yo, how? Like, people wake up and be like, I gotta smoke to eat. No, bro, that's not normal. You have a problem. Yeah. Because I, I can always eat. If you can't eat unless you smoke, bro, you got. <laughs> you, you need to go meet your maker, bro. You need to go meet your maker. Yeah, some people, like, I didn't think it was a dick thing. Until I met some people who were real live stoners, and I'm like, yeah, it just might be. Some people just like to be on that different level, like, 
Like, when I was out in Phoenix, they smoked mad weed. Like, my neighbor, my neighbor was a white dude, and he was, like, in his 50s. And I'll be in my backyard at the time I was in a relationship when I was in Phoenix. I'll be in the backyard with my dog, my kid, and uh, Shorty, and he'll be outside smoking. He'll be like, yo, y'all want to come over and join? I'm like, no, I'm good, bro. And he smokes. Like, he buy weed bikes. Like, people can buy him a pound or something. Out west, they buy weed by busloads. Like, I'm good for, like, a month. And that's, I'm like, oh, bro. My boy, uh, not boy, my vice president, Vinci, he, was, he went to Phoenix. He's been there for, like, four or five years and came back to Rochester. I actually went there one time. They went to the discussion. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, like 30, 40 seconds. Like 30. Okay. That dispensary is beautiful. Like, you walk in, like you said, you're allowed to get, like, a certain amount. You can't smoke a drive, but you can have it. Everything going on in like I, I say the climate. I'm talking crazy. <laughs> the climate out there. Yeah. Uh, basically, just you want to leave something. Like I'm not just doing this music to just be on beats and rap and to make melodies. And I always say I'm past just making songs. Like okay, we know how to make a song. We know how to rap. We know how to do this. So what are we doing this for now? Like are we trying to leave something? Are we trying to just turn up but like no I want to leave something that my kids kids have I want to leave something that the artists I have they can have something to leave on to that they can start their label so it just keeps on going going I want to be like the TDE like the Dreamville like I want to be like that so that's everything that was going on in my mind what's TDE? Uh, Top Dog Entertainment where like Kendrick Lamar Schoolboy Q and uh, all of them are at, at a SZA I'll yeah, take you on saying. this camera over here. Move over a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, and just talking to Michael a little bit. Then that's going to take you off, Bishop. Wait. Oh. So those are like black-owned labels. <laughs> okay. Whoa, that's crazy. There. He really took me off camera now. No, you there. You just oh, you, you yeah. behind the, uh, the comments. You behind the comments from these folks. Hey y'all, shout out to our people that's live on Instagram and Facebook. We appreciate y'all as always. Y'all should do us a favor. Y'all should share our lives. It doesn't cost. Like, that. comment, and share. Yes. That's what you got to say. Yes, like, yeah. comment, and like, share. Like, comment, and share. Like, Definitely. Alright, so getting back to getting back to Elgin. So we listened to Legacy mm-hmm. and Legacy is definitely a vibe. <laughs> I like that. What's next? What 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 are you thinking about doing next? Um, I gotta start getting my video game up. Like I'm, I feel like I'm at, uh, I don't wanna say master because you can always learn more. But I'm comfortable in the studio. I'm comfortable making music, but I I don't really have videos out. So I gotta start that. Um, I'm working on a deluxe for this album to come out like in October. Um, we have like a, a licensing deal with the label with EQ Digital, so just working to keep our distributor happy. And just keep putting out content. Like, I don't want to stop or slow down. Like I put out, like, 10 or 12 songs since this, uh, since January, I guess you could say. So, 
just trying to stay focused, keep the numbers up. My legacy album's at 10,000 streams right now. Hey, so, that's what's that's up. Dope. Yeah, so just trying to keep it going. Like, consistency is the game. So did you find yourself um, having a lot of time to do things during COVID? Well, when everything was shut down? Yeah, it was scary at first. Like, very scary because it's like, we were getting ready to start doing more shows. We did our first show at the Bug Jar last year. Uh, and It was like, good so we did another show we did two the first one was not as good i mean the second one wasn't good as the first one but we learned our mistakes we learned what to do better so we were about to start going crazy and then we learned like no we can't be doing shows no so it made me sit down Mm -hmm. made me think it made me adjust things but it it helped out to put out more content you can put music out you can really like be in the studio more long as you got certain people that you're around and you're being safe so i'd say it, it, it it was like it helped because it brought us closer and be able to put out content, but obviously it's a scary time because I don't I don't go out a lot at all. Mm-hmm. I'm inside. Yeah, I'm slowing down. I'm going out. I've been told. You be turned? You for the streets? You be turned? I used to be. <laughs> That's crazy. I am reformed. Where you be going out? Nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. You be inside? <laughs> no, no, I don't really go out. I'm joking. I'm, um, you know... Some truth to every joke. I'm not going to judge. Like, <laughs> I got people that be with me that go out. I have to monitor what I say on the air these days. But I'm just going to say this. Um, I uh, promote loosely for extreme. So I will go to an extreme event every now and then. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I really don't do much. I really, no, I'm not really a going out person. But to wrap this up, um... So, if anybody's up and coming, looking to do music, what what words do you have for them? Uh, I'd say, know what you're doing. Everybody's trying to rap, so if you're just trying to be on a song and just rap, like, that's cool. <laughs> he did the Kanye shrug, like... Everybody raps. Like, and I hate to say it, because I, like, I know people that really want to do it, but like if you're not good at it, make it a hobby, like... I love basketball. I'm not great at it. Not a like, hooper? Not, I'm I Like, that's it. But I would never turn in and be like to my hoopers, like, yo, you know what? Let's start a league. Even if I have money. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it just, I don't know. It's but, like, hey. Normalize telling your friends they can't rap. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I see you had an experience with that? Listen, I got some friends that think they can rap. Like, believe it or not, I, I make music. I haven't, I haven't. I can show you my email. I have songs from 2012. I have over 150 songs that I never got back to people. I make music, but I just lost my drive for it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I can make, I like, I can write a song right now, and it'll be better than a lot of the stuff that y'all hear. And I have some friends that think they can rap. <laughs> how do you tell someone who has that? Like, I, I, I know how to do it, but I just want to hear your... Leave it be, bro. <laughs> But you, sh- well, Aaron's gonna be straight up with you. We straight up no chaser. Like we can't beat around the bush. Like, what happens when you? Damn, I hate. We're gonna ask this. What happens when you get like uh, the trapped in the car like type of music? Where, Listen, like, that's why I don't ride with people. Boy, right here, bro. That's talk that, bro. Talk that. Talk you that. get in my car, you ain't get. I don't need your aux cord because I got a Bluetooth in my car. I don't even LJ them to death. Like I don't even do it. Since some people like yo, you make a, you make music. Like, I saw a lot of stuff when I followed you. I was like. Yeah, bro, I do, but, like, I'm not going... You know what I mean? You shouldn't suffocate people. You should promote yourself, but don't suffocate people. I was at the hip-hop center at the clothing store, like, last week on Loud, and the dude brought me his mix set. I was like, bro, I don't have a CD player, bro. Oh, yeah. Somebody did that to me recently, too, but I do have a CD player in my car, and it was okay. You listened? Yes, I did listen to it. 
I'm like if I because he said you can give me whatever you had and I think I had like five dollars and I gave it to him. So I felt like if I paid my money for Hashtag it. Hashtag like, support the artist. Yeah, yeah. But I never have I never have cash on me, but I figure one day they're gonna be like, Well, you could cash at me. I bet you one day I'ma hear that. I don't know. I just not I, I don't know. I'm not doing that. But shout out to the people that be doing that. I love that, but nah. Yeah, I'm a support. I'm a support as much as I'm able to support. I even I should have should have brought him on the show. Who? That's like yeah. Oh boy, that was at uh, Family Dollar Plaza. That's crazy. You shout out Family Dollar, but not his name. That's crazy. (laughs) Legit, I got the CD in my car. He talks about. I wonder. I wonder if he is connected to anybody who listens to our show. He has a good story. His mom died. Um. While she was carrying him, and he was telling that story, so through a whole album. Well, no, one song, songs. one song that I liked in particular. So, do you like a song or the album? I like a song. It was five songs on there. See, when I do that, people get mad. Like, e- that's not even an EP. Well, I mean, he, he, you know, he coming up and coming. He one out of one out of five, twenty five percent. He good, but twenty percent he good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not canceling him like that. All right. I don't even know his name, bro. I don't. I'm going to listen to the CD and find out his name. And I'm going to tell you Shout out to the homie at Family Dollar. Shout out to my homie you rapping Family Dollar out here. Yeah. My call is ATR. I don't know your name, but we got you, bro. We going to play one of your songs next week. Yeah. I, well, how am I getting off the CD? I figure it out. Let's Laptop get up. Laptop saves. Crazy. You see why you said you see we have artists gotta think of when we doing music like there's like consumers and you like you could really just rip it off like like you could rip like, never mind no the it, CD it's on a seat the music is on the actual CD that I put in my put it in your laptop <laughs> burn it to his CD and put it on your phone or something okay. he not okay. worth, he not worth the spot on your phone. No, I wasn't saying, that's a little too involved. Maybe I could record it or something. I don't know. Let's get up to the couch because uh, I'm about to talk about this. Bishop, don't start with me. So we got this segment, Dr. Yeah. Bishop's Couch. Um, Bishop, give me a spiel. All right, welcome to Dr. Bishop's Couch. Come have a sit down with me. I am not a professional doctor, but just know I am self-identifying as a doctor. I have one military match, a couple flings, a couple entanglements. The views of those are those of mine and mine only, and not those of WXIR 100.9. Extreme Epic Radio. I can't stand you. That changed. <laughs> that changed completely. That was smooth, though. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look like he was reading y'all either. I mean, like, he wasn't, because that's not what's on here. Oh, that was off the dome. That was crazy. Go ahead. All right. So, what this, are you talking about? so this was a meme or a quote that was on uh, social media. I'm not getting up here telling my relationship problems. Memes mean nothing. Sometimes people like what they read and share it. I'm never getting on Facebook bashing no dude I had a baby with. It's not for social media, and at the end of the day, you had the child with them. I 100% agree with that. I wonder where did that even stem from? Like where? I think that we see it. I'm pretty sure everybody times I see it where people have their entire relationships or whatever they're going through on their social media, and then when stuff goes sour or bad, the first thing they do is run to the audience they know is going to pay attention to it. Right. Instead of sitting down having constructive conversations mm. with that person, you run to social media for 
their views and their opinions. And then you get upset at us for judging you based off of what you post in your relationship. So, okay. You're thinking logically. Those people don't be thinking with logic at Those that time. Pe- Listen. It's more emotional. The World Wide Web is a dirty place. It is. And those people that you think are congratulating and laughing at you are not at all. They're screenshotting and you're in their group chat. Especially when it comes to relationships and your baby father or your baby mother. When you get on social media and you talk about what somebody else did or somebody else didn't do or how they trash, they don't got this, they don't got that, how does that make you look? Because you dealt with it. So. Logic. Okay. So that's fair. However, we all know sometimes the person that you meet is not the person that you end up with. So a person could present themselves to be one way, you know, in that dating phase, you're you send the representative. So you do everything you send right. You the representative? Yes. Yeah, so you do everything right. She on Facebook telling you she like flowers delivered to her job. Boom, you got the cheat code. So you basically, just from what she's posting, you know. See, I'm not that type. You know what to do. And I'm going to send the flowers, but why? Like, why are you going off for the social? Because that's how you mess up. Like, that's just all off of emotion. I feel like people post, I post stupid stuff, and then hours later, you don't be, like, feeling that anymore. I'll tell Same. people about social media. People get on these drugs, whatever they're talking about, <laughs> whatever they're taking these days. They get on that liquor, and then the first thing they do, they turn the Twitter fingers. Like, I don't understand, but but back to what I'm saying. So, you send a representative, but then eventually that kind of wears off. Yeah. So, then you get the real person. So, mm-hmm. you get the real person, and it's not the person that you, you know, started your entanglement with. And now you feel kind of slighted, and now you take it to the book, and this person is not this, and this person is not that. I feel like, like you said, it's kind of on that person that that person didn't do their research and that that person didn't thoroughly, you know, get to know that person. Would you ever bash a man on social media? I have. I have. I'm not going to lie. Will I do that at 35? No. Did I do that at 25? Yes. Mm, same thing. No, it's a 10-year age difference. Bash to somebody is bashing somebody. No, I definitely bash that person. <laughs> I think I there's know. levels to everything. Because, like, subliminally bash? Or are you talking about, like, straight out said their name? I ain't never said no, nobody's no, name. I said, Because, you know, a lot of females and stuff... Uh, it's a, a yeah. lot of females... Dudes do it, too, but they be, they be low with it. No, dudes will be... But a lot of females too. will find memes or whatever on social media and tell you their whole relationship. No, they'll save them for a rainy day. Trust me, that's what we do. We'll see them and they <laughs> oh, may not... Them, that's the juice. They may not apply then... But let him act up or something. Oh, um, what's understood don't need to be explained. You know, we posting that. What was else something that I we posted? I don't see those. That's funny. <laughs> what was something else that we posted? You don't see that. Well, we keep them in the cup for a rainy day. We'll post them all. Time uh, to level up, day. <laughs> yes. Not, that, not the level up, babe. Um, real man, he gonna buy you LLC and he gonna buy you a business. Like, it's just mad of him that you just keep in the cup for when it's time to Listen, use them. At the end of the day, I feel that leave your personal issues off of social media. I want you to agree. I 100% agree with Shorty. I don't even know her name that wrote this, but I saw it and I had to talk about it, but... I agree with you that social media isn't a place for you to bash somebody that you had a kid with. Because even even after you bash them, 
you still deal with this person. You still you, have that kid. Now y'all are y'all are together at least until the, listen. People say you together with this kid until the eighteen. No, you with this kid as long as this kid is alive. Because you're still that other parent. That's no forever. What. Really, you really are. I mean, it's forever, no matter. The connection is still there. Like think about things that happen, like weddings. You're going to have to deal with that. Like other milestones in that child's life after 18, you're going to have to deal with the other parents. Exactly. So you're absolutely correct with that. The only thing I say is Facebook asks you what's on your mind. And, and what's on your mind is this ain't... But people don't think about other people. They just immediately like, you know what? I hate them. Or I hate her. <laughs> da, da, da. Like, why not? Think about it. Go chill. Take a walk. And then you're going to come back like... Mm. Let me handle this. Why don't you talk to the person? But that's what I'm. But so that's just too easy to do. That's just too easy for people to do. That makes too much sense for people. But that's why I said take the walk, and then maybe you can get to. The, I'm saying take it to conclusion of talk. I do want to say that, but I just hate when people immediately because then you see the people delete it, and it's and like they back together next day taking selfies. They look what Bay bought me. Look what Bay done did for me. It happens. That was me before. The boat's selling again. Rather, is there, why do you delete it? Not I saw it. I'm going to keep it a piece. Listen, <laughs> that's I don't, that was me. I, 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 I told people this all the time. I don't care how fast you think you are at deleting something. Somebody fast fast screenshot it. Yes. That's a fact. That screenshot is faster than you coming to your sister's 10 minutes later saying, let me delete. It's too late. You're already in these group chats. And I'm a nerd. Like, if I don't refresh my screen, it don't go nowhere. It's, it's <laughs> on my screen. Like, I got to refresh for your delete to, like, go through. <laughs> Even don't think about that, man. Was, and, but you can't tell people how to express their anger. I can't. Either. But like, later I know how you are. You're going to be mad about it. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, and that, that that makes sense that you shouldn't do that. But I'm just, if you want to be messy, sometimes it's very entertaining. And I like to oh, read well, it. So. I, I love messy. So I like to read it. And I'm going to read all the 100 comments. Oh, you that messy? You a lurker? Oh, you that messy? You be lurking. I can be. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I have nothing to do and I I see some tea on Facebook and it's like 300 comments... I'm, I'm going to click on the comments, go to the top, and then I'm going to start piecing it together. Like, what page is she talking about? Click on this person's page. Then you see this. Yo, you Sometimes you have to investigate what's really going on. Okay. I do. <laughs> I don't do Instagram, but like, see, Facebook, I'll check like once a week. So when I go, there's everything to check. Like, just so much. So I will look at a 400 comment thing. Like, I oh. love when family members get involved because they start tagging and then the real tea come out. Right. Listen. I, listen, everybody know my Facebook is wild, but I love me a good cup of tea every now and then. You said people do. Okay, <laughs> while we're on the top of topic of your Facebook, I saw that you put an X on one of your gym pictures. Yes, okay. I, I had to. Okay, what what prompted you to do that? Females are weirdos, man. No, I think you're. I can't. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. I put an X. Thirst trap. Listen, that's not a thirst trap. Listen, I'm sorry, y'all. Everybody knows when you work out, you got to wear clothes that feels good when you work out. I can't work out in some 3XL sweatpants. My movements aren't the same. They're not as crisp. Like, when I work out, I His want... movements not as crisp. I, when I work out, I want... Let me say crisp. Listen, when I work out, like, it's... Like, my gym got mirrors everywhere. So, when I'm working out, I like... Looking at yourself? I, I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm seeing my so muscles... you doing this? Yeah. Looking at yourself? I'm seeing my muscles contract and everything. I know, I know I'm hitting the right spots. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got that mirrors. That's why you got mirrors in the bedroom and stuff. You gotta make sure you hit in the right spot. Okay, we're gonna talk about these current events because <laughs> Bishop be going. Yeah, that transition was crazy. I ain't gonna lie, he's shooting a good no, percentage. I put an X over my 
gym shorts is because when I oh, post... Oh, you meant a literal... Because when females look at my gym pics, like, when I work out at the gym, I always wear a shirt that has a meaning. And when I take my gym pics, that's the topic that I'm talking about. But females, they so creepy and weirdos, they don't even look at the message of the day. They just want to be creeps and, and meat watch. I, 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 mean, I got no comment. Yo, he, he said beat watch. We got to go to these current events. All right, so RPD. Frauds. So we this may be for cosmetics. 100%. It could be, you know, a PR stunt. However, our mayor has appointed our first female interim chief of police. Harriet, wait, hold on. Let me make sure I'm saying her name right. Cynthia... Harriet Sullivan has been appointed Rochester's new interim police chief. So she's the first woman to hold this position. So shout out to her. Um, I guess she is from Rochester, so she is qualified to deal with, you know, the issues that we face here. And she has 24 years of service. You know my issue, only issue with that? She's been retired for 11 years. Okay. I didn't know that part. I knew she was a lieutenant. I didn't know she was a Yeah, she looks kind of old, so I figured she, she would be. She's been retired from RPD for 11 years. Okay, so, so you feel like she don't have the... It's, it's, okay, the RPD, we all know, has changed drastically over the years. For sure. Let alone 11 years with all the new implements and everything they put in. But with her being so far off, a decade off, and you come and put this person in a chair... That you just fired, that's that's nothing like, like, how do you expect this person to just walk up to the police union and be like, I'm your new chief? So what happened to old boy that she put in place? The one that had... Um... No, he was temporary. That, oh, okay. He was the original Isn't deputy. Automatic? And, and that's my big issue with that is, you just appointed a three-star police chief as in, as uh, intermediate or whatever, um... He's he's taking uh, LeRon Singletary's seat for now. So instead of promoting somebody else that's been in RPD, that's and I'm, listen, this is not saying I support Blue Lives or anything like that. I'm just stating facts. Instead of promoting somebody that's been in these ranks for the last 10 plus years, you go outside and you bring in somebody that hasn't been on the force in 11 years. That's my big issue with this. So she said she left law enforcement because she wanted to have a bigger hand in helping people stay out of jail rather than putting them in. So she moved on to roles helping deal with criminal justice disparities. So she begins October 14th. Um, I, I wish her well in that position. We're going to skip around because our time has um. Also, before, before we move over, I was upset because I knew it was going to happen. The community knew it was going to happen. It was, already, it was over Facebook before she even announced it. was over Facebook when, it, when the whole RPD went on the fire. Everybody knew that they was going to promote Moses. Everybody know Officer Moses. Moses uh, oh, Moses, yeah. Everybody, he's originally Section 7. He's on Clinton every day, chilling, and he's de- dealing with the community. Before, when all this went down, everybody said, watch Moses get promoted. And... That's my biggest thing is I I respect Moses, Officer Moses, to to the depth of my heart or whatever, but I think he shouldn't accept that promotion. With the RPD under the fire that they are, are under right now, that's not a seat that he should accept it. Mm. That's my take on that. Because 
RPD has a black cloud over it, and you just promoted one of the most respected staples in Rochester. So you think he's going to get sucked in? So it's like now he's going to get... It, it's inevitable. What's going on now? It's, in, he, it's inevitable for it to happen, and I just... And I didn't want that to happen. And people on Facebook were saying, don't accept the promotion. Everybody knew it was coming because he's the one that's most dug in in the city. And I think they're just using him as a face to bring RPD back. And it's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Well, we should see. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to The Beginning by LJ. Make sure you keep it tuned in. 100.9 WXII. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so we got too much to talk about. What you want to do, Breonna Taylor and um, Tory Lane, or you want to do... We can skip Trump. Okay. Because they have having a town hall, too. they have having a debate Tuesday. We can talk about that next week. Okay, so but, you want to uh, talk about Breonna, Breonna Taylor and, and Tory? Yeah. Okay. Cheesecake Factory is not cheap. <laughs> and I think their food is overrated. Heavy. Yeah. yeah. Buy, it's another set down there. Oh, it's got food. It's like. Yeah, I've been there quite a few times, but I don't think I'm, I must have never drank because I was just ordering drinks. Mm. Not even looking at the price. I look at my bill. I don't know, spent $70? I'm like, what the heck did I buy? $15 drinks? I just got a crazy update. How up? CNN. Trump has paid no federal income taxes whatsoever in 10 of the past 15 years, beginning in 2000. What? Why we gotta pay taxes? Our president doesn't pay taxes. Not even. I can be a president. Brian paid in the last 10 or 15 years. All these loopholes. So what's gonna happen? Nothing? Treacherous. Well, that's it's not illegal, probably. He probably did a whole bunch it's, of illegal. Uh, you know what's crazy? Paying taxes is actually illegal. I heard you don't have to pay them. You don't have to pay them. But they impose fines on you on top of this. Listen, man. You got the right lawyer. You got a whole bunch of money. You can make it go away. Why you want some of my money that I made? Yeah, somebody told me that. Like, bro, you wasn't know, in this field with me for 45 money. hours this week. And you get a piece of it? You wasn't in the studio You wasn't with me in this field for 45 hours this week? And I owe y'all? What I owe y'all for? Tell me. Throw the whole event, do everything's good, <laughs> then they're like, all right, give me my piece. But y'all wasn't even there. It is what it is. Yeah. Don't pay, you going to jail, right? Facts. Tax evasion? Ask Wesley. Ask Fat Joe. <laughs> we go down the list. Ask Wesley. Oh, uh, that was a minute ago. Yeah, he died it for like a year. Okay, I'm about to turn the mic back on. Are we going to Tori or Brianna? Brianna first. Yeah. Thank you for 
tuning in. If y'all still rocking with us, we have LJ in the building. Mm -hmm. We had a bomb interview at the beginning. If you didn't hear it, make sure you go back to our live. We are live on Instagram and Facebook. Check that out. Also, you'll be able to hear it on the Anchor app. Um, I probably should have it up today or tomorrow, one of these times, but uh, make sure you check that out. And we're going through some current events right now, so Breonna Taylor, that decision came out, and it came out just as we expected it. Um, two of the officers were not charged, and then one was charged for... It was like wonton endangerment or whatever yeah, that word is. Wonton, wonton endangerment, which means you put somebody else in immediate danger. That's for, that law. Yeah, for firing shots that traveled through Taylor's apartment into a neighboring one. Yeah. So, you know, as a result of that decision, which, you know, we know was going to happen. People continue to protest. People are continuing to... Um, I, I like to let, use the word loop, but they are continuing to protest and make their voices heard. They should burn the city down. There was 127 arrests, um, and they say amid looting and fires, but um, as they should. They tried to say four officers were injured, so. Is this a shooting or something? Yeah, they tried to say four officers. Okay, and? Yeah. I just don't get how you don't change the system that clearly. It's broken. Because yeah, this system goes higher than anybody's pay grade that we can imagine. And the system, how are they going to change it? It's the system that wasn't meant for us anyways. It wasn't meant for us. I just, I just feel like this situation, this is one of those situations, this Breonna Taylor situation is one of those where you can't mess this up. As an AG, as a governor. We, but we knew. We knew. They declared a state of emergency prior to the Cause, cause decision they knew, they being read. They knew already what and the vibe you're, was. You're right. But it's like, we're not, we're not thinking they're not blatantly going to do it like that. And they did. And it's crazy because, you know, the governor of Minnesota, when he found out about George Floyd, and he held those officers in that entire department accountable immediately, right? When, once he found out, he held them accountable, Right. Right. He made a statement about this once. Once the Breonna Taylor situation happened, he said, "Y'all can't fire somebody for being reckless, and a murder took place, but y'all don't charge the murderer." Exactly. You can't say a murder took place and don't charge somebody for the murderer. But that's that's the times we're living in, and they under, they don't get why we're so upset. Those are the reasons why we're upset. Listen, Portland right now is in day 116 consecutive of riots. If I'm Louisville, Louisville should be on that page. And and I'm not, I'm not, this, uh, technically this is me inciting the riot, but those are my opinions of mine only, not those of 100.9 WXIR. But listen, kick down the door an opportunity ain't got enough. We've been talking to y'all. We've been being peaceful. We've been turning the blind eye. We've been doing everything that we are supposed to do as citizens. And it's time to, it's time that we take a stance, kick down this door, and make our own opportunities. Because clearly, the people above us, aren't. they don't have the testicular fortitude to make these changes. <laughs> the testicular fortitude. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You are a governor of a state. 
You are a mayor of a city. You are the chief of police. You were you were sworn into these positions for the people, not Protect for the, the not for the corporations. And for some reason, that right. seat is more important than your reputation, just, than your integrity. And it's in a sickening. The, the the black AG that like let these charges go. That just doesn't make how it doesn't the only charge way. that only goes to and I found out later there was a black um neighbor upstairs. They didn't charge the wonton on them, but the white next door. Right. So it's just like, and they didn't even tell Breonna Taylor family. She found out in the parking garage later. So it's just like, I just, how do you, like you said, they, it was easy to hit it out the park and you do all this blatantly. You don't care. Right. This is something where the system is. I made, I made a statement back when this whole George Floyd thing and all these companies was coming out saying they support the movement and all this about not being on the wrong side of history. Louisville, Kentucky, you are on the wrong side of history on this one. Oh, but we, like, I had no doubt that this was going to come out like this. Like, I knew what was going to be the result of it. And my thing is, you a wonton law, that's a class D felony. You are two steps away from a misdemeanor. It's a spit in the face to even charge that. It took y'all this long to come out with this? And not a lawyer saying uh, he wants to see the transcript of what the and, and, and they And they're not trying to send it to him. Yeah, they're saying something about because it's an FBI investigation. The so. FBI, once they came out with what they were charging them with, the FBI took over immediately. Which they should have. Like, yo, you can't sit here and tell us that a murder happened and y'all don't got a murder. <laughs> like, bro. The charge doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, this is TV show stuff. When you read it, it's like, wait, what? You're going to charge the neighbor? Oh, okay, later soon in the as, show, that's going to not. As soon as the AG put out what, they, what charges were, the FBI stepped in and took it over immediately. Like, bro, y'all, y'all, y'all not about to do us. I like had this. to read it like seven times to really understand, like, really? Harriet. Right. It's pain, man. It's definitely. Say her name. Say her name, Brianna Taylor. We riding with you still, baby girl. Right. For sure. Speaking of baby girl. <sighs> Bishop, I don't even want to do this with you today. This tea. Like, Let's talk. Let's talk. I'm I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna just let you say your piece. I'm not Listen. gonna even just cause I Listen. I I don't wanna exert too much energy. We done heard the this. second side of the story. I know that. Okay. We heard Meg's side, now we done heard heard Tori's side. You heard the album? So, fire. I, they were? That album was fire. I cannot Damn. bring myself All 17. to stream. I couldn't. Um, I, I could not. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read this real quick. Cause uh Tory Lane's basically put out an album apologizing and trying to clear his side of the story, whatever. And I'm going to read this uh, this status that was put up on uh, IG by Meg Stylist, IT Girl Next. She says, I want to say this, and I won't say anything about this afterwards. I provided I provided clothes for Megan when I first opened my boutique, and there's been plenty of times when Tori is around, Megan gets drunk and becomes very disrespectful and physically abusive. I'm not saying that Megan is lying about what happened because I wasn't there. I was only her in her condo the previous day when I dropped off clothes on her. And she was indeed drunk and again very aggressive to Tori. I feel that it's three sides to every story because something isn't right. And before y'all start that protect the black woman, I am a black woman. Megan is heaven sent and most definitely an amazing person. But she's still grieving about her grandmother and mother's death. And she abuses alcohol and turns to a different person. But you guys will see when Kelsey speaks, and she will be speaking very soon. I saw her yesterday as I dropped off clothes on her, and she said she has a story to tell. And I just want you to know that her story isn't far from what Tori is saying. Okay. So we have Meg's side, we have Tori's side, and we really probably will never know what's the truth. Kelsey is the person that was directly there. 
It's a I mean, still, it still will be a story. But, yeah, but this is my thing. From you what, what, album, ha- what has come out, and now that everybody's speaking after Tori's album, a lot of people are starting to come out and say that Megan's camp, whoever she has around with it, Megan was blacked out drunk, and when she woke up, she was in the hospital with bandages on her foot, and they told her what happened. Well, that we know that's it, not true because she was. It shows video of her having to get out of that car. They said she was smacked. Well, we know she didn't black out because she. It shows video of her getting out of the car. But the thing is, everybody is now coming out to say that the next morning when Megan woke up in the hospital, she had no recollection of what happened that night. Well, but you we go on live and truth. say you got shot in the foot by Tori, and then you got Tori on the album saying. How are you saying that I shot you when you don't even know what happened? Yeah, we, you, we I shot you in your foot, but you was wearing heels at a show a week later. So. Come on, bro. We don't know, but my thing is, what does she have to gain by this whole thing? Like, that's my thing. Like, what, what is, what is her I, angle? I it, see his listen, angle. His I'm, angle I'm, is, I gotta, I'm gonna drop an album, I'm a, and I'm gonna get like notoriety or from. You why know? I drop the album? This I just is, think that is this, just weird. Tacky, I, y'all didn't hear the album? I, 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 have no I he, didn't he's listen. Basically say, uh, he's basically saying how he still loves her and everything on the album, and everybody is trying to his her camp is trying to slander him. But my thing is this. You can't put out a statement if you don't know what really happened. And and everybody's saying cancel Tory, cancel Tory, cancel Tory. When these judge findings come back in a couple weeks and Tory really didn't do everything everybody's saying, then it's what? Megan gets a pass? No, we don't know. I, I I, I'm like, not saying that. I'm just saying don't put an album out explaining all this stuff. If you ain't talk for like months. Listen, Tory's album is compared to Usher's album, Confessions. It, it's definitely not. Um, it is. Bishop is just talking. You, you just um, let people know where Listen they to the album, find man. you. Uh, f- find me at uh, Instagram, LJ585, or you can go to our website, IJM585.com. That's LJ585 or the website, IJM585.com. So we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Thank you for having me. You know, it was a, a whole vibe. Hopefully we can get some more of the IJM artists over here. Y'all can meet them too. Definitely. That's definite. Yes, yes. So make sure y'all tune in next week, next Sunday. I can't even remember who we have lined up. But yeah. been busy. Oh, no, no, no. We have, before that, we have um, 30 Minutes on Bishop College. I think we probably do that on Wednesday. And then we'll see you next Sunday at 6 o'clock, same time, same place. Peace. All right, I gotta run fast as fuck. I appreciate you. So, uh, I gotta run. Okay, let's get a picture first. Then. I'm telling you, man, listen to the album. All I'm saying Bro, is, I listen to it, but it's like, yo, drop an album. If I had an artist that did that, I'm like, yo, just be quiet. If you're gonna be quiet this long, and then you're gonna drop an album, what sense does that think, make? I think he did it more. I think he dropped the album more so for like. Everybody's trying to say he dropped the album and gained game off of it. You gotta remember, don't get me wrong, he got like 10 million streams off that shit. He was, he was telling his side of the story. But we know it's so, numbers. And whatever the, 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 the verdict comes out, it's gonna redo numbers. I know how the streams and stuff works. So, but why do that, bro? He, ex- he explained, he basically was explaining his side of the story. But my thing is, bro, this chick could put you in jail for the rest of your life. And you saying you you still love her and want to reconnect? Nah.
Okay, we got our audio going on. Shout out to everybody who listens to us via the Anchor app. Um, I think we got to hit start live so people can actually see what's going on here. I don't got to capture nothing, but I can always edit it, right? Yeah. Okay. And if you are tuned in, make sure you're following us. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Most handles are at the 585 Report. I'm sorry that the live is not up on our normal Facebook page, but I believe it's up on this phone that we have, and our guest should be arriving very shortly. We have the Community Justice Initiative who will be in the building. Make sure you call us. We're always taking phone calls, 585-219-8889, to discuss whatever you want to talk about. I be feeling some kind of way when I be tuned in, looking back on your lives, and it's just you in them. Which one is on mine? Yeah. Oh, it's facing me. <laughs> I know. Because you know my audience is my audience. They're the five, don't get me wrong, they're the five and five's audience too, but... Yeah, but you don't answer their questions. I think answer your questions. Do you? Okay, you got to talk about them on the air so they feel like they have some input in this conversation. Yeah. What? <laughs> because they're loyal, so we got to make sure we're showing out the people who've been listening to us. I actually, what I do is, I don't know if you be noticing it, like I'll be over here and I'll be reading my comments on the live and then I'll like type them and respond to them as they comment on the live. But I don't bring it to life. But for y'all, for now on, I will comment out loud, so y'all feel like y'all voices is heard. And do y'all know who I am? Of course they know. She's okay. just, she just takes my property, y'all. Yeah, so I gotta make sure that y'all know the other part of, the other half <laughs> of the Friday Night Report. It's Atiana Larkin in the building. Shout out to everybody who listening. We appreciate y'all. We on every Sunday, 6 to 7 p.m., 100.9 WXIR. Make sure y'all follow us on all social media platforms. Y'all gotta make sure y'all tap in. Y'all see what happened when you let females shoot guns? Every day becoming instantly possessive. You know what? I can take this now. I'm out of shoot. I'm, I'm good. So let me talk. Let's, let's, let's run back that experience. So I'm horrible. Um, of course, I was very, very, very new to the whole experience. But I think with some practice, your girl. I'm about to buy me a little, what, a little 22? The one that didn't even shoot. <laughs> the pea shooter? I gotta, I gotta start off okay, small. What kind of gun was you shooting? A, a handgun? Oh, you was shooting a little pistola. And then it was another one. And yeah. then look at... So I did okay. Mm, not bad for the first time. Yeah. So, you know... You tighten your shot group, group up a little bit, but... That comes with practice. So, I'm going to get better. Like, I, I'm very hopeful. I'm about to invest in this little practice. Should have told me. I go to the Grand Range Sunday mornings. Out at Burger okay, and the Fire Okay, we can make this a 5 a I shoot, like, report. shotguns and rifles out there and stuff, though. Like, assault rifles and, like, we shoot big guns. No, not nothing against pistols. No, I, I had I, a bigger gun, too. I, I, don't, I don't want everybody with pistols to think I'm disrespecting y'all with pistols, but, um... Yeah, you only get 16 shots with pistols. Mm. I got about 210 with this yapper. Is it expensive, though? Uh, nah, I don't got a membership, so. Okay, I'm talking about to actually purchase a okay. weapon. No. How much? Well, what we talking about on the legal market, the dark web? No, or... I want something legal. So 
only thing I can carry, so I'm not. I don't have a permit, so I only can get like a shotgun, right? Yeah. So. Well, you can get a shotgun, but it'll be for a home. Yo, you got candy. Here, fam. Take the fucking. Yo, you got candy in the cut, and they even share it. Yo, take the candy. Goodness, you know how I be about the gummy. I'm like, yo, he over there running. Yeah, nah, but uh. You can get a shotgun. You don't need a permit for a shotgun. Um, but you you can't carry a shotgun with you in a vehicle unless you're going to and from a gun range for practice. But you can have a shotgun for your home. Okay. So that's shotguns for houses are always good. Okay. You know, you hit you hit somebody with the get back. All right, we gonna get into some topics because um, our guests had to go break a corner store run. I guess. They had, uh, they had, um, they had to spin the block. Let's yep. talk about this indictment first. But I want Craig to be here because Craig has the legal mind. Oh, so Craig he, pulling up. Yeah, Craig. Craig okay. will be here, so I want him to give like the legal legalities yeah. behind the. Boy, they got her. Well, yeah, you know what's crazy? I saw somebody post there like, man, it's only eight thousand dollars. It ain't like it's a lot. Fraud is fraud, bro. Well, well, Bishop, we know fraud is fraud. I'm not arguing that at all. But you know these people, they be embezzling money for years. Think about it. If they who was took, it? Sandra Brooks? Who if, was it? Yeah. Embezzling money for years. If you think about it. If they got one of the most renowned people in Rochester, Adam McFadden, what's this nigga do to do? But I think hers is like a drop in the bucket compared to what he was doing. Nah, campaign fraud is huge. I'm yeah. talking about dollar wise. Yeah, dollar wise, yeah, but he wasn't doing it for campaigning to get reelected. And this is my thing. People make it seem like they just came up with this notice. She been no. under, they, they've been investigating her for a while. Yeah, it happened for a minute. Like this so they have to build their case, of course. And, and I tell people, whenever they indict you, that means the grand jury found plausible cause to bring charges to you. So everybody out here with the whole, they doing it because you're a black woman, save it. I don't want to hear it. Right is right, wrong is wrong. I don't care the color of your skin. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Well, I feel like even, I'm going to take my personal opinion about our mayor aside. I'm going to take push that all the way aside. And I do feel like, you know, they want her out of there. So they're going to, like, pick and sort through every little piece of... That's why we always have to do everything right, as black people mm -hmm. in particular. So look at our current president and how he can just do and say anything. But let that would have been Barack. Like, Barack would have been out of there. Like, they were trying to... Get him out of there for things that were small. They were trying to pick and um, nitpick over the fact that he smoked cigarettes. Like, they really will nah, try Barack to get you. Barack was in the White House smoking the grape swishes tweets. <laughs> I hope not great. Barack was in there groping those grape swishes tweets in the White House. <laughs> I hope definitely not great. But, I'll yeah, just, so as black people, you know they will nitpick about everything that we do. I just feel like when... Okay, is it going to come a time where she leaves the office? That's She's not going to make it to a third term. If she does make it to a third term, she won't be reelected. I can guarantee you that they're going to do everything they can for that not to happen. You think she won't be reelected? I think the community still, like, it's still a lot of people who are going higher. Nah. I, I don't feel like she's going hard. She, they're going hard for her, but compared to the situation that we're dealing with between the community and politicians, 
Like, that's a big divide. That's a huge divide right now within the city and the community. Like, when you got the community and the politicians on the opposite side, like, you want their, you, you want to support them, but they're not giving you nothing to support. Hey, I don't know. See, I'm very ignorant when it comes to politics. Like, I'm trying to look and learn and listen. However, I think the foundation is missing for me. So, I, it's hard for me to insert my opinions when I'm missing, like, basic knowledge. You educate yourself. I am. I, I try to. I definitely try to. We want to take a break. We got Craig Carson in the building of the Community Justice the Initiative. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to turn your mic on. We're going to go to some music while we get situated. I think I think that's going to be our best bet. All right. So, yeah. 100.9 WXIR. Yo, what's dope that they did, though? Was made that that computer like more clearly available. Hey, yeah, you know, besides right? having everything over there, yeah, because <clears throat> nah, because before it just felt like the computer wasn't like internet accessible. You had you like you had to log in, you had to know whatever the fuck the code was, and I was just okay. Well, yeah, but it's they, not the, the camera. They didn't not send up. nobody no emails. Yeah, they was redoing the room. Yeah, they they they're not doing like they do. True, 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 yeah. Why they paint they, they could be, but you know what? Because because they're going through, like, this battle that might shut them down, I think. Second. That might shut the radio down? I thought you told me that. I never told you that. She said, I ain't tell you that. Woo, no. And we on air, so hey, 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 how are you? Hi, have a seat. You got any more cheers? Yeah. Um, they will be in the locker room. You got the... Come and do a lot of Technically, like five months ago. <laughs> Even though I have a mask on, so it's long time, long, long time. Yeah, for real. Yeah. 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 Alright. Does your car work for the next one? Huh? Does your car work for the next one? We're out of shot of real estate, so you'll get two for one. Yeah, yeah. more chairs. Real niggas in the building. Right. <laughs> Real niggas is just in here and in tune. Oh, we live. Y'all got us on live right there. Yes, we are. We live. Peace to the live. Yes, see, I'm paying attention. Oh, Alright. Yeah, we should go over. Gang is here and live. Go over? Our show, we go over on the Esquire because no show after us. Yeah, we don't we don't have a show after us. Okay, okay, we'll see how it goes and then see how it goes. Nobody gotta do shit. And plus we curse on the air too. We don't do it on purpose. Oh, we gotta have a filter. No, we're not cursing on our ear. We, no, 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 oh, we don't intend to. We get away. Yeah, we're not cussing on our ear. Well, we're not cussing on our ear. So, don't cuss. If I can filter it out, anybody can filter out. Right? If I can filter it out. I don't care about the live and this, but once we go to tune in, we can. All right, so. We're going to start with the. Guys, we're going to start with the interview. 
and then um, everybody introduced themselves, and then um, we talk about current events. We have two segments, and we can go from there, okay? I'm turning mics on. I might probably want to pull that down to whoever will be speaking. I'll just because I'll probably take pictures. I'll because I'll take pictures. Y'all wasn't going to say no. She was like, really? It's going to be a no for me, dog. Really, Bishop? Like, we supposed to be here. It's supposed to be us against everybody else. So you want me to lie to you? That's a terrible relationship. All right. Um. See, what's going on with that mic? Let's see if we can incorporate it. Let's go, right? All right, so Craig is the person who is breaking social distancing rules right now. It's not us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, everyone. I'll blame it on Craig. I, I, yeah, I'll take the blame for everybody. All right, but well, I am super, I'm super excited. <laughs> we have the criminal, wait, criminal. <laughs> Community Justice Initiative <laughs> not, not in the building. Criminal, criminal, criminal. <laughs> my, my bad. We are my bad. not criminal. <laughs> we might forgive you. <laughs> All right. Can I just have you guys Please. introduce yourselves? No, no order. Go ahead. Just go. I'm Lala. I'm Naya. I'm Akila Sovereign El Bay. <laughs> Abdul Hadi El Bay. Shy the realest, baby. Really? Really? Yes, sir. The yellow page slash credit card is 14619. Okay, one of those mics are getting kind of staticky, so I don't know which one it is. I think it's that one, so let's. Yeah, yeah, I think mic number three. Yeah, so if you two want to share that mic so we don't have to move that as much, because it's a little staticky. All right, so the Community Justice Initiative. So who wants to tell us? You know, how did it come to be and what it what are you guys about? Akila, hold us down. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. well, yeah, the situation stems out of a particular incident. Mm-hmm. And I think it's appropriate given the family that, you know, kind of it arises out of that Akila and Abdul perhaps address that. All right, cool. Well, uh good evening everybody. Um well one uh, as Community Justice Initiative and how we all came about was that uh, my family had endured a situation with RPD where uh, my 10-year-old daughter and my family was arrested on 104 and my 10-year-old was put in handcuffs. So um, through the injustice of those different things that happened and going trying to protest and um, get justice for Naila Bay, uh, we all pretty much came together with all of our different skill sets and we all had the same amount, same agenda to see justice happen because we all experienced having children and not wanting to see anything like that happen to the children, even though there was other people involved that their rights were violated also. Our main focus was like, listen, now they're going too far when you start trying to demasculate uh, a man and a family in front of their children to show that like we still have this type of control. And it was that slave uh, captures mentality. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, 
from that type of injustice, everybody pretty much, the skills that they already possess, things that they might have already been doing in the community, we just kind of brought those forces together and we decided like, yo, we have our five pillars that we want to go by, which is the um, principle of... Oh, what was it? Poverty, um, miscommunication, uh, miscommunication miseducation, uh, absence of spirituality, absence of community, and unemployment. Okay. So, which is the poverty part, you know? So, right. um, so talk to us about the functions. Tell us what you do. That's good. Okay, so the way I explain to folks in short, like the 10-second elevator speech type of response, okay. is that we fight racism internally and externally. So internally, we're feeding our community. We do fitness events. Uh, we have teachings, which is called Do the Knowledge. And also, you have the external piece, which is, you know, what you hear about the, the say his name, Daniel Prude, say his name, George Floyd, kind of protest while they're fighting in that way. Uh, put in demands to the city, put in demands to the governor, put in demands to the attorney general, so on and so forth. So that internal, external racism fight is a short way to explain what we do. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, so I know there's a lot of things that you guys do. So which one of the pillars, which one of the functions do you all think is most important? Um, all of the yeah, pillars all are important. All of them. Okay. All are equally yeah. important. Um, you find our community going through this every day. It doesn't stop. Um, the poverty don't stop. The jobs, not having jobs, not eating, you know, all of that stuff playing part. Internships, unemployment, like all of that is just it's equally important. Not getting the right education, um, not being involved in your community at all. That is just as much as important as poverty because if we all come together on those five pillars, we can, you know, X them all down and, and get rid of them. Why do y'all feel like uh, Rochester is so divided? Am I, I know I'm not the only thing. Rochester no. is a dog-eat-dog city. Yeah. I mean, it, it stemmed from back in the 60s. A lot of people don't know this, but... Um, um, what is the prison again? Uh, Attica. I was about to Attica. say Attica. <laughs> During the Attica riots, our um, most of our fathers and grandfathers were put in that prison at that time. And they put an X on their back. And they shot them during the Attica riots. So we grew up with a generation of those men gone, you know, um, and beat down, you know. So we're divided from that. We didn't have no... Um, we have a break in our link mm-hmm. on what's going on, what's happening, how to go out here and fight, how to fight for our rights, how to stand up for ourselves, who we are. We don't know who we are because we lost a whole generation. Okay. Or portion of it. How many people would you say are involved with the Community Justice Initiative? Um, right All now. together, I think we have about 15 members. Yes. And then it, it's growing. Yes. Yeah. It grows all, all the time. So we just added Sunnyside for the um, fitness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. And that was another key component to add on. So we just young, fresh people who just want to go out and help the community. And anybody who want to just add on to, we just add on new programs and there's something else to do for the community. Okay, so you talked about one of your community partners. Um, who else are you guys partnering with? Um, Savage Chef. Um, is uh, hmm? the pantry. Oh, also, um, Ida May Pantry. That's um, Devin. Shout out um, brothers, brothers and sisters. sisters. Shout, shout out. Shout out to brothers and yes. sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I know you said Savage Chef. Talk to us about what how they are a contributor. So starting off, we were definitely in a in the beginning of the pandemic um, with uh, Savage Chef, and they had already had their program set where they wanted to donate um, meals to people that are working in the community, but for the people that were working in the community. So when um, it was brought to me, I asked, can we flip it? And we feed the people instead of feeding the people that work in the community because I feel like we're okay, we're good, you know. So um, they begin to donate up to 200 meals, uh, prep meals, keto meals, just different diet meals, vegan meals. And we just decided that we would just, you know, hand them out to people, give them people um, up, up to two meals. People would come... Oh, I know this family who has kids. They they don't have money. They don't have a job, you know. So we was using that to just give, um, just for a start off. So um, Savage Chef already had their program put in place, and we just kind of connected with them. How long have you all been doing this work? Since May. Since May. So so the timeline kind of begins on May 17th, May 17th, 10-year-old at the time, 10-year-old Naila, who is Akila and Abdul's daughter, was arrested, put in cuffs, you know, along with the the other brothers and sisters in the car. So May 17th kind of sets it off. And then a little after that, I think we got together that kind of following week, is that right? Mm -hmm. And it's our protest on our claim. So basically, we were active just before the George Floyd thing, which I believe George Floyd is May 20th. Fifth, I believe. Yeah. Um, so that that kind of puts into perspective. The first feed the people that Lyle was referring to is June 18th. So that give you a sense of like some of the first activities that kind of get us jumping on the time timeline. I should have asked this in the beginning. How did you come up? How did you guys come up with your name? Ooh. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, of Yeah. <laughs> we had, we had so I many can imagine we have so many so many like high oh sorry we have so many highly great people inside of rochester and everybody wants to be part of something everybody want to put their input on things and what we did was we had to come up with a few names and basically vote and there was people who actually they had they had some really good interesting names but we was even thinking about like okay now this one might trigger these people these people might not even want to mess with us but really we got to the point where we don't even care our work is our work and we're not worried about if people want to join us and what our work is because the mission is still at hand we still have to handle the mission even if other people don't want to link with us because they feel like well this person and curses or this person does this or this person don't believe like this we put all of those things to the side and said that we're going to come and work together period because there is a need for it and we can't let a pandemic keep us separated because that's what that social social mm-hmm. distance thing did it kept everybody being afraid of each other the the love that we normally have which is our positive energy we wasn't given that we became depressed Depressed. the children the children is depressed and oppressed Mm -hmm. and and this is what's causing all these violent outbreaks because Mm -hmm. there's no outlet for the people people don't feel like there's hope everybody's preparing to die this type of behavior and thinking that they're putting in the media to feed us these thoughts that we're losing our spirituality realizing that nothing can come on to us unless the creator allows it to happen period so so real quick big up to Mikhail Powell who's 
I got an affiliate kind of slash member of CJI. He actually, I believe, came up with the name okay. um, and voted for it and kind of championed it. Um, additionally, Antonia um, in our group, she supported the name as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, when we're talking about, like, who voted for what, this, then, and third. And then on the other side that lost, I was on the losing end of that vote. There was no punchline for those listening. The people in the world don't understand there was a, that was the punchline. But it's cool. It's cool. Um, was Fight Back. Fight Back was a name that was, like, an option. And so that was, like, to be an extension of the work from Fight from the 60s. Yes. Okay, that's that's awesome. But we chose not to because we wanted to do a all around um, thing where it's not just catered to. Um, it's certain, not. Certain it's, yeah, certain certain just certain. certain, certain yeah. <laughs> we can use that word. Right. <laughs> and maybe our fight might trigger. It, do, it does because like people like well, well, what kind of fight is this? You right. know, and we have all these people that are like, oh, let's stop the violence. Yeah. And, oh, this is supposed to be peaceful protest. When well, we say peaceful, the time, but no justice, no peace. Yeah, no justice, no peace. We're not saying we're being peaceful. What we're saying is that we're no longer allowing you to oppress us, abuse us. Uh, detain us, Absolutely. destroy us, break us down, break our children down. That's our whole mission is, and by us as a group and collective, we all come with different things that uh, bring to our community. That's why we're like, okay, community justice initiative. We're, we're taking the initiative to do these things, and we don't need anyone or need anyone's outside assistance to do it because it's enough of us to do these type of things. And all it's going to do is be a trend, a trend-setting event. And we see that now. So I was just about to touch on that. So you talk about trend setting. You know, a lot of groups are popping up mm -hmm. um, all over. So what sets you guys apart from all of the different groups? Like Free the Rock People and all these different groups. What sets you guys apart? I think what set us apart from them is what we are um, saying. What we're initially saying, we're not saying everything that the other group's saying. We fight differently, you okay. know, um, that, you know, uh, um, we use paperwork, we use liens. You know, we go through the back door in order to make officials and police do what they're supposed to do. When you file these liens against these individuals, what happens is you lock up their assets when they can't use their car when they go to the um, ATM mm -hmm. and go get groceries, when they car get put on a flatbed, or when their house get locked up because they chose to take their own personal opinion and bring it to their job and take somebody's life or injure somebody. When when a public official, because they're, they're in the public, when they damage somebody, then they have to pay for that damage. And if they can't pay for it, then you lock up their assets and you take them from them. Mm -hmm. So until they can either pay you back or you sell them at auction and get the money for them. So this is how the, uh, um, the lien process works. Well, nobody was doing that. We kept on calling ourselves black. And when we keep on calling ourselves black, this is the reason why we that's can't right. get the justice. We can't. That's why, why when you heard Craig say, he said Daniel Prude and George Floyd, he didn't say black lives matter. We don't say that. Mm. Not that we don't agree with black lives. Not we didn't grow up with black lives. Not that we didn't grow up black. We, we did grow up black, but we starting to find out who we are. Now who are we? Let's put a name on it. Let's let's know who we are. Let's claim nationality. So now we can go on the world court, go into the UN, and bring these people up on charges. Okay. 
So that's a lot. That's a lot for someone to take in. Um, I bet those meetings that you guys have can get pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like also we're more community driven. Okay, we, say more about that. Um, we get inside the community. Like, we're not just, we don't bring a lot of numbers because I feel like people are just afraid of what we do, but we get into the community. We we, we shake Full hands soldiers. with the people that are out there that are really struggling. We talk, we love on the people that are out there. We give them, you know, what they're missing, and that's love, you know? And we, we give them a little bit of understanding and that there's people out here that do care about you. You know, a lot of these uh, other um, organizations, they're more, I, I guess, I just want to say protesting or just, you know, I don't, I don't want to speak bad. Of, you know, no, I don't just, think it's negative, but I think we're more community driven than these other organizations. Okay. And I know there's an education piece that's involved. I know Reparations TV you want to yeah. talk a little well, bit about well, that? There's two different ones, and I actually wanted to refer to Akilah Abdul. But uh, Reparations TV is basically an initiative, a TV program that has all the, that showcases all of these historical moments where black folks are like robbed of whatever progress. And then we're confronting white people and their privilege with the pain of our past and then asking for reparations. Because we know, and everyone in this room can imagine some moment in black history where black, like a black town was destroyed or some black company was destroyed or black Wall Street or whatever. And so after all of that said and done, nothing happens. After all of that money on black Wall Street is destroyed, we don't get some kind of payback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not reasonable to ask for reparations after that. You know what I'm saying? Knowing what the Jews went through in Germany and kind of the reparations they got after the fact and the type of support that Israel gets and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Black people can't get anything that represents anything close to recompense mm-hmm. or uh, kind of retribution and or reparations. Mm-hmm. It's BS. Mm-hmm. Um, but separately, to answer your question, we have teachings as well. And so we like to teach the community. So Akila or Abdul, who have a big hand in those teachings, which we describe as due to knowledge, yeah. that's the name of the event. We've been doing that since, I think, uh, early July. Yeah. Uh, if y'all would like to you know, talk a little bit about uh, what that is and how we hold down the community. <laughs> okay, that's better, yeah. So, um, what due to knowledge is, uh, first and foremost, Due to knowledge is not to intimidate people. It's not to make people feel like just because they don't know this that uh, they can't ask questions or they can't do research, they can't find. What we try to do is bring things that we have studied, that we have found that was um, that can uh, be value unto people's lives. So when we come with um, law, helping people understand uh, definitions and what language is. Since we don't originally speak the language that our forefathers did speak, and we have a new form of language, which is a bastardized language, which has multiple different uh, meanings. So um, we try to break down those languages so that people can have an understanding. And now they can, when someone's talking to them and they're, 
you can determine if you're dealing in contract law or if you're dealing with someone personally. Because a lot of times we don't realize that every day we're embinding ourselves with contracts. And this is how people are able to manipulate and operate on our behalf. And because we have no knowledge that we are part of the system that they're able to feed off and to so-called give us a little piece off of it, um, we're not able to get our full life, our full potential of what we need. So when we do do the knowledge, we teach them about law. We teach them about economics, financial stuff, civics. Um, civics, we try to bring in some of the lawyers to talk about, you know, how to protect yourself, different things like that. And some of the stuff that we tell people may go against um, what legal advice is because some of our advice is lawful advice, which is separate from legal advice. And this is two different things. Lawful is following the laws of the land. And everybody says, oh, you got to hear and obey the laws of the land. But they don't know the difference between laws of the land or laws of the sea. Because if somebody comes onto your land and they're just used to doing business, um, used to doing business how they used to doing business and they ain't following the rules. And they like, shoot, you don't know the rules anyways. And they so keep on, yeah, they're going to keep on doing it to the yeah. point where you think, yo, they're right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's what's happening to us. That's why we can't get our rights because we have changed our rights into privileges under their codes, under their policies, procedures, and regulations, statutes, acts. And if you hear the words, you got a statue in there, so that sounds like idolatry. You have an act, so you, you mean you're pretending. Um, you you have regulations. She's breaking it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is words. These are word magics. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're a preview of the knowledge right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, these things is how they push it on you, and it's only advice. They're only giving you the suggestion. And it's up to you to t- say, hey, yeah, I accept or I don't accept. And sometimes, even when these these uh, politicians are representing you on your behalf and they're saying, we're going to make these good decisions yeah. on your behalf, you have the right. When they say, hey, they bring something to the table, say, we're, we're going to implement this and we're going to implement that. You're supposed to rebut those things. Well, what comes with that? Let me see the contract in this, in this agreement so that I can decide properly if I want you to represent me because more than likely, you may only be representing the business and not not me as a human being. You know what I'm saying? And so we don't realize that we're dealing business. Wow. Um, so do the knowledge. How can I watch or participate? Pull up on us when the next yes. one is, bro. Yeah, we got the next one is um October 17th after our fashion show, October 10th, which is the uh, Rochester um, protest fashion show. Um, so yeah, that's how huh? we're not about to get exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how real it is. Yeah, it's a real protest. It's yes. an actual yes. protest. It, the, the location cannot be disclosed, but it, it will be. It will be. Yes. right. So folks, yeah, we're, we're being thing. very, very yeah, because it's so much different things that's happening, and people have been trying to like sabotage this movement because you got to remember it's, yeah. it's evil versus good, you know, and they want to win too. So we're in a spiritual warfare, and we might not see everything and everybody's uh, a vision of how they think things are supposed to be okay. is going to be how it is. Yeah. All right, so say if I'm a person, I don't want to protest, but I want to support. How can I support? Naya, Naya, hold that yeah, down. Naya. And you got a microphone. You can see this one. I thought this one was that. No, that's fine. Oh. This the one that's bad. Well, you can hit our cash app up 
at CJI585. CJI585, you can hit the, um, the cash app. The Venom is the same thing. Also, when we do Feed the People, um, you can donate fresh, uh, fresh produce, canned goods, or water, nice. or gloves, ice, whatever you may will, whatever you're feeling on your heart, mm -hmm. um, to donate. And yes. that's, a, that's a great way that you can get involved because everything we do is, is community-based. Uh, if it wasn't for the community, basically, it, it would be nothing. We all have to come together and unite to make a difference. Also, we didn't speak on, we have a Stop the Violence campaign that's been going on for um, a couple months now. And what we do is we go walk the streets and we go right to the people. And um, like Sis said, we don't have a lot of turnout. It's not a lot of numbers that show up. But people ride by, they blow the horns. And, you know, at our last event, what was that? Thursday, yeah. um, a mother came up to us and she lost her son to, to gun violence and she let us know what we're doing. It, it meant a lot to her. It was very meaningful. So that's that's our outlook. Even though even though nobody showed up, that was my payout for the day. Yes. You know, that we was able to touch and, and build with that with that woman who lost her son to violence. Yeah, and not even though just the woman, but the, the people the who young brothers was, was um, as Keela was uh, um, talking and um, the brother was beating on the drum, the brothers was across the street bobbing their head and mm -hmm. just the young people who came up who was in the age range of the violence. Yeah came up and just talked and just listened, just opened up their ear. That was important. The fact that they just might have got an earful mm -hmm. riding by in a car yeah. was Indeed. good. Or just going in the store, you know, it was good enough. And they took our flyers, too. Mm -hmm. That's important, too, because we have a lot of information to give out. And a lot of people, some some people, not a lot, we like, no, we don't want... Some people will be like, no, we don't want the flyers. You know, they'll automatically just throw them in the garbage. But a lot, a lot of the people are ready to receive what we have to offer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we're gonna go to a break. I know we getting knowledge overload. I know. <laughs> it's a lot to process. It's a lot to take yes. in. For sure. We're gonna go to a break and we'll talk to you guys when we get back. One point nine WXIR. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait a second, you got, you got Shy Song? So I'll, I'll talk about it when we go back on the air. What's his name? He's right, he right here. here. Shy <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this is, no, this is Injustice. This um, is Injustice. But this is your song? No, not this one. Oh, this is what you this said. Is, uh, that Rita, Rita Wilkins. Rita Wilkins. That's it. Uh, that's her name. Mine, mine is flipping shit over, and I gotta send the clean version. Yeah, let's um, get that. Let's get that. You can send it right now. now. I could, but I need a clean version. Yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> Yo, this nigga crazy. Rita Wilkins. Oh, Rita's on it right now. Shout out to Rita. What up? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He was on my back. Like he he emailed me. Through my personal page, and you know, I don't never check my Facebook messages. So I was just like, let me check my request. So I see him, and then he liked the page and all this other stuff. He was like, I got a track, let me hear it. And it's crazy because before I heard this, before he sent it to me, I saw a video to it. Okay. And somebody else posted. So I'm like, well, send me the uh, send me the song, and I'll, and I'll and I got you. So he sent me the song, and then. Uh, he asked me if I saw the video, and I actually saw the video. Well, you can talk about it. Yo, you, you want to get talent, or Rita slash talent, on this show? Or are you guys booked out for a minute? We booked out to at least the end of October. Okay, okay. 
What the email address you want to go to? So, actual number five is number, uh, the, the word eight. Alright, so next we go yeah, to five, the word a bishop. Five. Bishop has a segment that we talk yeah, about, that we talk about community yeah. events. Yeah. Yeah. Five and five at... Uh, then we're going to talk about some community events. Like, when I say community events, things that's going on in the community, either here um, locally or nationally. Y'all yeah, could chime in. Which you want to talk about first? Anyone in particular? Indictment of the mayor? Lord. <laughs> you really? You ready? Huh? You ready? For what? ATM. It's all that. Yeah, 100.9. That'd be like, yeah. This is like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you, oh, no, listen. Listen. Because we ready. Everybody know my stance on her, so I'm going to let that. What's, it, what's, what's your stance? stance? I'm, I've never been a fan of her. Oh, oh this is a song about to go on, so the mic's about to go on. I've never been a fan yeah, of her. Like, like, we, we can talk that talk, <laughs> Talk that talk. Shot, shot. We ain't coming out of here. We're going to turn I call it spade a spade. Okay. All right, I want to shout out uh, Rita Wilkins on the track called Injustice. Um, um, he's speaking volumes on that track. It's a nice clip. It. Uh, y'all get a chance. Y'all uh, follow him on Facebook. Rita R Y T A Wilkins. I mean, it's a dope track, especially with everything going on. And it's not even. It's stuff going. This injustice around the country, but for the longest, longest, longest. Rochester's never been on the end of the actual injustice to where it's brought to the national spotlight. And I feel like it's, it's it's huge that we got all these organizations and stuff finally stepping up and uh making their voices be known because this is real. Like you know how we sit back so much and we be like we don't gotta deal with that. Yeah. Well now we gotta deal with yeah. it. Yeah, because it hit close to home. Yeah, yeah so so now I and, and I respect everybody that's doing it for the right reasons. I'm not going to talk about the others. There's people doing it for photo ops and, yeah, you know, that, it's going to be in the media. That's another so. subject I'm not going to get into. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll give you my address to pull up if you want to talk okay. about it. Okay. No, don't give me your address. Listen, listen, I, I tell people all the time, and people, and when it comes to these situations, I, I keep my peace for the most part because mm-hmm. I tell people, there's too many Martins in this world. We need more Malcolms. Mm-hmm. And I got that mentality to where if you kick down a door, opportunity ain't got to knock. Yeah. We've been knocking for how long? Yeah. And we ain't got we ain't got to sit at the table yet. Asking, so, talking. So, oh, so, oh, so, so everybody, yo, that's going to take my slogan, fam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you must have got it from us. Now. Right, because I've been saying that. It's the truth, though. It's, it's time that we actually take action. Like, yes. You, we can sit down, you can exactly. talk, you can pray, you can do all this mm-hmm. non- Physical stuff, mm-hmm. but you got to get your hands. It's time to get your hands dirty. Everybody, mm-hmm. every, Rochester Love said they got it out of the mud. Now it's your chance to show us. All right, if you just tuned in, we have the Community Justice Initiative in the building. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for joining us. And we have Shy the Realist in the building. Yes. When did you get back? How did you sneak back in town? Um, excuse my voice. As you can hear, I've been in the streets. Um, I got here 
It's really different. I'm in downtown LA, so there's no community. It's uh, a bunch of people that don't look like me okay. and that don't care for how I look. Um, no community events unless I go to Lamar Park or Compton or Watts or Inglewood. And it's by design so out of the way. Okay. Um, it's a mission to get there, but ironically, these cities are only like nine miles apart. So but you, nine miles in LA is 45 minutes. So how do you feel about your decision? Like if you look back on it. Oh, uh, I feel like. It was I, a good thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was what I had to do. Right. Um, I, I grew not to throw shade at myself. Yeah. I love it more than no, for about sure. It. We know that Rochester is very small. Yeah. And connections are usually in places that are bigger, bigger exactly. cities. And I remember having a conversation with you where we were worried we? spot. Yes, yeah, coffee. coffee. And you were telling me, you were saying that you needed to leave, you wanted yeah. to leave, but you know, things weren't in order. And I was like, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And I did. And when I see now I was so proud of you. I was <laughs> Thank like you. Yes, just Thank you. Just a, a one way ticket, three suitcases, and I landed in at the doorstep like Will Smith and Bel Air. <laughs> you know, and, uh, I made it my own immediately started hitting every open mic everywhere I saw people were I'm there and I'm kicking in your doors I'm burning your stage down who am I? I'm Shy the Realist okay. I'm from Rochester, New York not to be confused oh, with yes, the city because yes. everybody thinks oh I've been to Rock no you haven't oh I know no you don't mm. oh ain't that by Brooklyn no it's not I never even been to Brooklyn. Don't get us confused. <laughs> and I'm I'm just letting people know how real my city is. Every time an event would happen, like when George Floyd happened, I got up there and I spoke about my experience here. When Daniel Prude happened, I was speaking about this. They were so not in the know about what was going on, and nobody wanted to take action. I was pissed. So I left, and I was like, I need to be here. Y'all yeah. got your own fires to put out and real fires to put out, so I'm leaving. <laughs> and I came here, and I knew I needed to fight in my city with my people, with the people that I love, and let them know that I'm here 
to flip it over, no pun intended. Come on, now. yes, sir. Thank yeah. you. We appreciate. <laughs> we appreciate your willingness to, you know, mess some stuff up, <laughs> and y'all as well. Um, we gonna get into this segment. What segment? Doctor Bishop's Couch. We have a segment every week it where is. we discuss either a relationship thing that we saw on social media. He sent it to me, or I send it to him, and then we just talk about it on the air. So this week, <laughs> say your spiel. All right, I know you had a long week. It's finally Sunday here. I know y'all waited all week to hear my spiel. <laughs> so without further ado, come have a seat on Doctor Bishop's Couch. No, I'm not a Real doctor. I don't have a doctorate in anything. I have a master's, though, in the streets and a real <laughs> master's in business administration. But I am not a doctor, but I self-identify as a love doctor. You know what I'm saying? I got one military marriage, which was arranged. I had a couple of entanglements, a couple of sit-downs, a couple of fit-ups with my night stand. So I am qualified to speak on this. Why? Because I've been there. I've had my heart broken. And those views are those of mine and mine only, and not those of WXIR 100.9 Extreme Independent Radio. Thanks for that. Mm. Thanks for that. All right, so we saw saw this um, social media post, and it says, I'm not loving no man at his lowest anymore. Well, it says it differently, but for the radio, I'm saying it like this. I'm not loving no man at his lowest anymore. See you when you are up. She's a bird. Mm. Oh, shit. So why is she a bird? That's as clear as it gets. Why? I mean, at the end of the day, saying that, it could be so many different mm-hmm. issues of him being at his lowest. You don't know the issue. So, I mean, I wouldn't directly say I wouldn't love a man at his lowest because you don't know what he's actually, you know, it's different Everybody Everybody's lowest different. Like, if he loses his job or something, like, that's not a big deal. I mean, I don't know what the low she is because if she's being mentally abused, because that could be a low too. I feel like she's talking. I she feel talk, like financially. She's talking about she's money. Talking about like broke, no broke she's talking about money. She's not willing to go through the struggle with her man. No. Mm. So, That's what I get from her. I'm going to say, right. I'm going to say I understand this. I'm going to say Bruh. I Okay, so I'm, I'm so, this is where I'm coming from. I'm I'm trying to secure my future. I'm trying to make sure that, you know, I leave a legacy for my kids, generational wealth, all of that. So if a man shows me that he is not financially stable, why would I invest my time into him? So I understand that things happen. People lose jobs and, you know, people have setbacks and that's life. But if I'm just meeting you and you show me that you are careless with money, your finances... And like you a gambler, you don't take care of house and home yeah. and stuff like that. I'm good on you. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why. I agree. I'm gonna tell you why this situation doesn't <laughs> apply to what you said. Okay. <laughs> okay. I could be wrong. I knew he was gonna say no, that. You are going based off of first impressions. She said, "I'm not loving him, man. You don't love somebody at first sight." Okay. When you say, "I'm not loving you," that means y'all have been together. Yeah. You got to that low point. Okay. So Ooh, I could, no, so I could I could get with that. So I so under- if I fall off for six six to eight months and you bounce, 
By all means, if, listen, don't let me, if I fall off, don't let me hold you back while I'm trying to get on my feet. Why? Because that mentality you got, I'll see you when you're up. No, you won't. Fall off. How about you falling off yeah, for it? Like, think about acrimony. Think listen, about acrimony. Listen, she supported him, the movie Acrimony. And then she was oh still bitter God. after she got a $10 million check. So what? She loved that She man. loves him. She didn't Ooh, have kids as a result of something that he put her through. And she stayed no, like no, she hung no, in. Yes, no, she did. He didn't put her through that. She drove that car into that mobile home. As a don't, result, don't do that. As a result, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Him cheating on her. He was cheating on her. Uh, I'm not driving so, my car in no mobile home. Facts. I wouldn't say either, but look at the, all the circumstances. Then, like, she held him down for years. And then, she, then she left him because of her sisters. When he didn't, when he went out to lunch with a constituent How that got him a job, she was that got tired. him paid. She was getting up every. Listen. She was getting up every day, listen, working her butt off. Listen, she was and, tired. Listen, do these bros. And this, and this is why you can't use that situation in this situation either. Because when he was low, she stayed there. She finally got tired and she left because her sister said he was cheating on her, right? Which he wasn't. He How got long? on, he How got long? rich, uh, he, he apologized, he bought her mom house back that he lost, that he paid for, he gave her $10 million, and she still wasn't happy. No, because she loved him. She really wanted to be with him, but he was weighing her down. He, okay, so, so even when she freed herself of the situation, she chose to stay mentally attached to it. She okay, was. Okay, 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 so, okay. okay. so, not, so now that you say that, right... First and foremost. You can't bounce on me and then stay here mentally. Can, nah, can, man. You're going to leave. Do what you got to do. Go. I'm pretty sure that energy right there is what made her leave. Because a lot of times, once a man feel like he got on, he, now he got something, then sometimes the arrogance come out. And it's like all the stuff that a woman may have done for that person. And even with our own self, we might take the stuff that we've done for that person and hold it and make it like a weight. And this is our... This is our scale, you know what I'm saying? Because, and, and we're trying to measure the amount of uh, a financial to the love because we feel like, well, okay, I've given this. This is what I've been missing on this area, but this part right here is important because I invested in you. When a lot of times... Um, with women, we are so overbearing with, okay, we're going to do anything for our man. We love our man. We're going to do whatever. Even when that man is doing wrong or he's at his low point, we still hold him down. But even when he's at his down point, it's an, almost an advantage for us. And, you know, some people might not agree with how, what I'm saying, but it's an advantage because we sit, sit there like now in our mind, we're like, well, I'm here for you. I can... I can lift you up. I don't I can know how to be you. that woman. I don't know how to be not, that woman. Not to say that's what we're doing, but because we have done that, because we have done that, and then when he come with that 10 million, and he like, shoot, I'm good. Nah. And he, no, hold on. He comes, that, no, it's, it's, hap it's happened to mad, it's happened to mad different people. No, but what I'm saying is you can't Fire use that you. situation because he wasn't arrogant, right. he wasn't ignorant, he wasn't naive to the fact, he came to her as humble as you can. Yes. Ooh. She, was, as, she, listen, she wasn't humble, she may have been just at that moment, that's a personal issue. Did you hear if what I, I said? I heard you, but if I come to you, you as you if, I, if I come to you as humble as I can, apologize, do everything I can to make it right, and you already left me, it's not like they were still together. And he cut her that check. She had already left him. Oh, that's Ooh, dropped out my vision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was already gone. 
it was, he it want was, her back? No. He 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 got the job. He got put in a good position. His product got bought. He as soon as he got paid, he paid her. Okay. He didn't even have to do that. Bishop, hold up. Okay, we got right. final thought from the men. Because we got to um, wrap this up. All right, my, my final thought is, is that, um, listen, men can do, men can make a mistake. Men can go down. Men can do everything for, men, men can do everything for a woman. Mm -hmm. And just off of one mess up. One one it's only one it's only one and think about this. It's only we get we get tests every day. And I fell one test and you do me like that? And then I but and I know it was only one test from my mindset. So then I come back and I give you that money because I always thought about you. I never left the thought that I love you and I was gonna take care of you. But you did. So now we are where we are, and we having this argument, or you not appreciating it, Facts. and we always was there for you, Facts. but now you want to treat us dirty. Oh. Okay, Bishop. Okay, Shadow, listen. Bishop, your final thought. Um, I'm gonna be real. <clears throat> I'm sorry, my voice does not sound as sexy as it normally does. Ladies, <laughs> but the main my thing is. I understand what it's like to not be, to be at your low. Me, where I'm at in my life, I'm not dating because I'm at a low. I am a 26-year-old aspiring rapper living in L.A. and not living the dream that I want to be living. Why would I entertain dating? What do I have to offer besides being an amazing artist? You, my amazing artistry is not feeding me, so it's not going to feed you. I don't have anything to give, but being it. a good man in my heart, yeah. but a relationship requires more. Mm -hmm. And even if I was at my high and then went low, how low, how long am I going to stay low? I'm a hustler. I'm not going to stay low forever. Mm -hmm. Some men ain't hustlers. Yeah. Some men will get at their low yeah, and stay there because they're they getting taken care of. The man, is, yeah. the man is holding me down. Exactly. And, and, and the thing is, I understand that ideology. I'm not in favor of it because it's like my my low is different. My low is my mental health. Yeah. My low is That's what I was I'm struggling. Like it's not a job or my job is causing my mental to struggle. Mm -hmm. So don't leave me. Yeah. I've been left like that yeah. because my depression was too much but I understood why. Mm -hmm. Because she was depressed too. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Because I was too wrapped up in my own depression, mm -hmm. my own suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. She couldn't come to me and vent to me mm -hmm. about what she was going through because she was worried that I was going to kill myself yeah. with my own weight. Yeah. So she had to leave me to not be there. I don't. She didn't want to stay and be like, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen, and I I can't handle this right now. Yeah. So I'm glad you got therapy, but at this time I have to go. Mm -hmm. right. And I understand. At first I was depressed about it, like why she leave me? She abandoned me. But I needed to be gone. Yeah. I needed her to be gone. She couldn't be my safety net. Yeah. Men, we can't have our women. Our women is our backbone, mm. not our safety net. My final thoughts is if a female decides to leave you when you're at your low, you don't need it when you get up. Okay. All right. So if you are tuned in on Anchor, because Anchor is going to cut off very shortly, um, I need the Community Justice Initiative to let the people know where they can find you at on social media and how they can support. Um, right now we have a, our Facebook page of Community Justice Initiative 
Instagram will be coming to you soon, real like, soon. So um, sure. right now, our Facebook is up and running. We post um local events, um, different things that we do in the community. So you can just hit up Community Justice Initiative. Yes, as well as the on cash. the Facebook, in the Cash yeah. App, yeah. in the Venmo. What's the Cash App? CJI five eight five. In the Venmo. CJI five eight five. What? Dollar sign first. Dollar oh, sign. Yeah, because we need the dollar sign first. We need them dollars. All right, yeah. I'm going to say the outro, so it'll be good on Anchor. Thank you for tuning in to the 585 Report. We appreciate you coming on. See us next Sunday, 6 to 7 p.m., 100.9 WXIR. Peace, Peace. Peace. family.